we're gonna get right into it man let the people know where you from um your upbringing and how did you get introduced to the whole hip-hop culture Okay, so my name is King Shorty Rock. I'm from the Bronx, New York. More specifically, I'm from Cork City, Section 4 in the Bronx. You know what I'm saying? If you know, you know. If you don't, you got to get in tune. Cork City is definitely running the rap game real, real soon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, so, so, so I grew up in the Bronx. You know what I'm saying? Um, even though I was born in uh, Binghamton, New York, um, my family moved, moved to the Bronx when I was like in elementary school so probably like kindergarten no preschool is when my family um got to the bronx and i and i've been there pretty much um the majority of my life until i moved down south when i became an adult and um you know what i'm saying in the bronx i lived a very typical bronx type of lifestyle you know what i'm saying messing around with you know the affiliations with local street crews aka you know what I'm saying? Federal government might call them gangs. <laughs> We're going to say he's affiliated with crews okay. from now on. Okay, you know that's what's up. That's what's up. Um, no, we don't like Ricos. Yeah, <laughs> we definitely uh, know. But yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we just do our thing. And, um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I live I I the okay life, but um, for the most part, I did get into a lot of trouble. But, um, you know, I'm grown up now trying to get everything right, trying to get everything straight, and I'm um, just trying to, trying to do right now, you feel me? All right, okay, I definitely can uh, appreciate that. The people watching definitely can too. But uh, break it down on how, like, you start writing rhymes and, you know, start actually putting bars together and, and started uh, creating music. When was that? Like, what age was you? So um, I really started off. Um, I really started off battle rapping. So when I was uh, when I was younger, I would say probably around junior high, maybe around seventh grade, sixth or seventh grade, something like that. Um, I used to like just 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 rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's the Bronx, so everybody's rapping. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But um, uh, I let some of the older dudes in my neighborhood actually listen to some of the raps that I wrote. So. Um, that's, that's where everybody hung out. So, um, pretty much every day they used to come to me and they used to be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Yo, stop playing basketball, come over here and I want you to rap for us. So I used to be out there rapping in the middle of the basketball courts for the older dudes in my neighborhood. So every day they used to call me over there, but you know what I'm saying? Sometimes I would say the same rhyme and they'd be like, nah, man, nah, nah, nah. we need to hear something else. You know what I'm saying? And, um. I used to have to come up with bars on a regular basis after they kept telling me, nah, nah, we need something else, we need something else. And then after a while, you know what I'm saying, they would have another rapper, maybe from another part of the Bronx, come and uh, they'd be like, you know what I'm saying, uh, who raps? And so they would pull me over there and I rap that or that person. And then sometimes I'd be in a different part of the Bronx, they introduce me to some more rappers and they'd be like, you know what I'm saying, we want you to battle this person. So, you know what I'm saying, we just go back and forth, you know what I'm saying? And at that time, you always used to be have to be on point, not only with what you said, but you also had to be on point with, you know, rapping, with some, rapping against some real niggas, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, you 
know, I had to have a little team. They had their little team, and you know what I'm saying? Um, if you got too disrespectful, it could pop off at any time, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. So that's how I got started, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and just eventually, you know what I'm saying, we got into the studio and started making some real, uh, real music. Okay, okay. So um, let the people know what what was it like for you coming up from the Bronx and the birthplace of hip hop to going all the way to Atlanta, I believe it said in your um your your background story. Mm-hmm. How did that uh like how did that transition? Well, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, man. Growing up in the Bronx was fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, we did a lot of stupid things. You know what I'm saying? Like, you regret. But, I mean, overall, I feel like the good outweighed the bad. You know what I'm saying? God. And plus, we was, you know, we was teenagers, so we was having, so we used to have fun. You know what I'm saying? Playing basketball every day in the courts. You know, doing one-on-one. You know, trying to beat everybody in the neighborhood. Sometimes I did, sometimes I didn't. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and, and just hanging out with my friends. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we, you know, to go to the store. You know, we always have money sometimes, so we used to steal from the stores or, you know what I'm saying, sometimes we get into little beef and arguments with different people from around the neighborhood because I'm from Co-op City, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. um, which is, which a lot of people don't know, it's, it's in the North Bronx, but it's broken up into sections. So there's five sections in Co-op City because Co-op City is pretty much, um, it's like a huge neighborhood. It, it's like a city inside of a city. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Because it's a huge neighborhood that's inside of the Bronx. So it's so big that it's broken up into five different sections. So section one, section two, section three, section four, section five. And I was a part of section four. And growing up in Club City, sometimes the different sections, because every section had like a crew or maybe a couple crews. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes the crews didn't get along. So you might have somebody like Section 5 didn't get along Section 3. Or Section 1 and Section 2 did get along, so they used to stick together. But then Section 3 maybe didn't get along with, you know, Section 1 or Section 2 or something like that. You know what I'm saying? And then occasionally Section 4, we used to be cool with everybody. But then, uh, you know, eventually, you know, we had problems with Section 5. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. so even though we all in the Bronx... It's, it's still a lot of different interactions that used to take place because we all used to have to go to the same school you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. um, all the neighborhoods kind of like are, are touching each other okay so yeah I was saying like from you coming to that going all the way to Georgia how was that how did you uh how did you like you know get wiggle how did you move how did you did they did they know that you did you stick out like a sore thumb? That's what I'm trying to ask. Okay, so one of my gifts, I'm not going to call it a curse, but I'm going to say one of my gifts and one of the problems that I have too is the fact that I stick out, you know what I'm saying? Because I got these freaking hazel eyes, you know what I mean? Although it's a gift because the girls love them, it's also a problem because everybody can <laughs> identify you even with a mask on, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, yeah. You know, even as a kid, we used to wear masks, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know everybody wearing masks now for COVID, you yeah. know what I'm saying, or they was wearing them. But when I was growing up, we was, we was wearing ski masks for real, doing things that we probably were supposed to do that you had to wear a mask for, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? 
So even with a mask covering my face like this, you know what I'm saying, you could still recognize my heart. So, you know, um, sometimes that was a good thing, sometimes that was a bad thing. But, um, you know, I mean, we always had to move strategically. Because, you know, people in the Bronx don't really complain. So if you got a problem with somebody um, in a different part of the Bronx, they might they might pop up in your they might pop up in your neighborhood. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. it's not like our neighborhood had fences or gates because it wasn't the projects. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like so people would just pop up. You know what I'm saying? Or, or, or we used to be very active in the Bronx. So we used to go places. Might go to the skating rink to the movie theater, mm-hmm. and then you know you got to interact with the other dudes that's doing the same thing. So sometimes sometimes it was cool. Sometimes it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? You just had to really be on point at all times. Okay, I feel you, I feel you. So, uh, growing up, becoming a man, how did you start working on your empire from building your um, Coliseum um, brand and your, you know, the different clothing lines you got? And, like, where did them ideas come from? What influenced you to become an uh, uh, outstanding entrepreneur? Okay, so... Um, in my personal opinion, um, everything comes from trying to be a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Because I would say being a rapper to me is the perfect, um, the perfect way to learn everything about entrepreneurship. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to think about it. You know, when you're a rapper, not only do you gotta come up with some creative lyrics and be creative when it comes to your music and you gotta record music or do all that, right? Mm-hmm. But then once you actually got the music, you gotta be able to promote it. So you have to learn marketing. You know what I'm saying? Right. One part of marketing is having to do photography because you're gonna need a whole bunch of different pictures. Right. You know what I'm saying? Another part of marketing is graphic design because you gotta create flyers, you gotta create, you know, uh, CD covers, album covers, single covers, you got to create flyers, business cards, all that, right? Uh-huh. Um, and then also, you got to be able to network with people because you want to be able to get booked for shows. You want to be able to, um, like, like you want to be able to talk to different DJs. So that networking and all those things, um, you either going to have to pay somebody else to do it or you gotta be like me, which is I just started learning everything. You know what I'm saying? So because I, I was tired of always paying a graphic designer to create a single or cover art, I just I just learned, you know, Photoshop and learned how to do my own graphic design. So that turned into me creating flyers and then I learned how to operate a camera. So I didn't have to do have to pay pay hundreds of dollars for you know what I'm saying? Photography. So then I started learning photography and then I started learning all different things and then that turned into this idea of like, yo, okay, I would love for my music to be put in movies. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, how do I do that? But the fastest way to put your, put put music into movies is if you created your own movie mm-hmm. and then had the music inside the movie, right? Okay. So that's what I did. I learned because I was starting to get real good at that film. I um cultivated that into a film and I put my music in the film, right? Okay. But then now, you know what I'm saying? Now that I
component of um, different videos, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or I could create my own platform. So then I created my own platform, which is the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. So with the Coliseum, I not only wanted a place where I could put my personal movies, where I could put my own music and all the things that I create and I design in one place, I said, you know what, what if I turn this into a social network where everybody can put their own music, movies, photos, uh, and everything that they created in one central location, and that's how the Coliseum kind of ballooned. So now I created the world's first movie social network where you can watch over 500 movies, there's over 20 different genres of movies, from sci-fi to kids' movies, to now inside the Coliseum, uh, which is actually at right now as well. So if you have the Android device, if you have an Android device, you could download it um, at coliseum.com, but you, you can watch over 100 black films, as well as there's feature films that have been in the movie theater, but then also, we created over uh, three different magazines that you can actually read inside the Coliseum too. So there's different there's magazines for business owners, there's a magazine for hip hop artists, and there's a magazine for models. So you could go in there and read magazines, watch movies, upload pictures, and then the thing that I like, you know, I like the most is the fact that we have original music and original films that we created also in the Coliseum um, app. Okay. You know so, been, so, so break break it down one time. You just, we got to bring that back for the audience. You just said you the first, do you mean the first black or just first general for the... Oh, see, okay. So look, so look, look. This what, this what I keep trying to tell people, you know what I'm saying? Because they don't really, they don't really understand the, 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 uh, the seriousness of what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I have to say this on every podcast because this is one this is one of the main reasons why I needed to go on podcasts. That's why I was like, yo, I got I gotta get this out there. It's not just the first black movie streaming social network. Mm-hmm. It's the world's first movie streaming network. You know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to put put it out there because I know once it really starts taking off on a higher level, there's gonna be other people that's gonna try to duplicate it you know what i'm saying facebook and instagram and tiktok are known for copying each other mm-hmm. and facebook and instagram most definitely are known for stealing id Yeah, you stopped for a minute. Just bring it back what you were saying. Yeah, so so Facebook is constantly stealing ideas from smaller companies. So that's why I decided, you know, you know what I'm saying? Um, before that even happens, I need to put this out there. It's the world's first movie streaming network. So just imagine the way I try to explain the Coliseum is just imagine if Netflix had a baby. That's the Coliseum. The baby would be the, would be the Coliseum. So you can watch movies on there, but then you can also network and connect the same way you do on 
um, Facebook, mm-hmm. you talk to people, like you do on Instagram and post pictures and all that stuff, you could do that on the Coliseum as well. You know what I'm saying? But this, but, but you can actually interact with people. So just imagine if you had a music video, right? Mm-hmm. And you, instead of, instead of putting it on YouTube where you don't even know who's watching you, unless they leave a comment, now you know everybody that's in it. You know who the viewers are. You 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 can reach out to the actual people who watch your video. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, they all have profiles. You cannot just get on the Coliseum without creating a profile. They all have profiles. Same thing with people who have movies. If you have a movie and you want to know who's watching it, you can actually connect with them directly. Right. With like on the Coliseum. Right. So. With that being said, how can uh, local artists and up and coming film directors, how can they have some of their content on the Coliseum? Well, all they gotta do is log on. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we're in a we're in a phase right now where we're we're inviting people to the platform because at first it was just um, privately, like you had to you had to have an invite from somebody that was already in the Coliseum to be a part of it, but now we have opened it up to the public. So now all you got to do is just go to www.thecoliseum.com and you can log on and subscribe, okay? So anybody can look, like anybody can be a member of the Coliseum. Like you can create a profile, you can interact with people. There's certain features of the Coliseum that, that, that you can access for absolutely free. But to actually upload videos to be a part of the uh, to be a part of the film the film community that that puts films and puts um, content on the Coliseum, then you have to actually subscribe to the Coliseum. So you can subscribe to the Coliseum for as little as two dollars and ninety nine cents per month. Um, but Listen, we we cheaper than Hulu, we cheaper than Stars Network, we cheaper than HBO Max. You know what I'm saying? And and it's and it's a it's an app that you can be a part of. That you can put your films and put your uh, music and everything else up on there without worrying about somebody taking equity and whatever you have. So we have a way that if you have a link um, to your movie or your music, you can actually just just go through our system. And whatever plays you get from the Coliseum will directly translate into plays and views on your platform. So if you're if you're if you're using YouTube or you're using movies, you can log into the Coliseum, post your stuff on the Coliseum, and whatever views you get on the Coliseum will directly impact your views on wherever platform you are. So we're not trying to take anybody's equity. We're not trying to make make it so that your stuff is only on the Coliseum. We want all independent filmmakers to be able to come on the platform, upload their stuff, and just take part in all of the uh, the, the benefits that is in the Coliseum. And we're, and we're a brand new platform. You know what I'm saying? We starting off just like how TikTok started off, and you see how far that went. You know what I'm saying? Just how Snapchat started. You know what I'm saying? So this is an opportunity for influencers, filmmakers, artists, and, and the general public, business owners, to come in and be a part of a brand new social network. And 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 let's take it all the way to the top. You know what I'm saying? I definitely 
Hey man, this this has to be heard. That's why I'm so appreciative of you coming on this platform and spreading your word because years down the line, people are gonna come back to this interview and other interviews you had, and they're gonna see that that you um the trendsetter, that you the you the you feel me, you started this shit. So I just appreciate that. But um so okay, speaking of the Coliseum as a whole, as a as a um the the ideas being so um forward and for years to come people gonna use this platform are you thinking about building it up to a high level to like billions trillions whatever however the success of the dollar amount this this um idea are you thinking about like venturing out partner or are you gonna are you gonna sell it off like what what's the overall goal for the whole coliseum okay so um just like any business you want to try to build it up as much as you can to get the highest value for it but in my personal opinion i just feel like um as a black man in america as a part of a larger scale community i just feel like the Coliseum needs to be something that is owned by our people. Right. You know what I'm saying a lot of these, a lot of these <laughs> apps, a lot of these platforms, right. as we call them, are are are, are fully invested through us, and, and we have a big investment on them. And, and and we make these platforms hot. We make these platforms real fun and exciting, and, and we stamp them as cool. But unfortunately, a lot of them do not have our best interests in mind because they're not owned by our community. And this is this is a platform that I want to be owned by our community. I just don't want it to be strictly used by our community because this is not a black app. You know what I'm saying? Although we highlight black filmmakers, we also have films from. You know, Caucasian directors, Asian directors. We have a whole category for uh, Bollywood. You know, what I'm saying, which is Indian um, uh, oriented program. You know, we have Hispanic programming. Like, like we're not trying to limit the the, the, the creativity that gets poured into this uh, platform, but we do want to make sure that the Black community is represented and represented it correctly and I feel like I'm from the Bronx you know what I'm saying I feel like I represent you know black people on a very high level and I feel like uh, I represent brown people on a high level too because you know what I'm saying um, um, my son is Dominican and, and uh, he, he, he speaks very fluent you know what I'm saying Spanish and, um, and and I love I love the Hispanic community as well but I do feel like um, we, we, we need to own something you know what I'm saying? And we don't we don't just need to own it to sell it. You know what I'm saying? We need to own it to own it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and, and and it's important to me that this is this is a platform that stays home um in 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 brown and black hands. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So um you know, I wanna build the equity but but, but I also wanna make sure that um um the black community is fully represented and and we have a place that we could call our own as well. Okay, man, that was that was very well said. I gotta tip my hat to that because everything you're doing right now is pretty much where I want to take my platforms and, and 
at transitioning globally so everybody can use them but like you said we own them because like the percentage of us owning big brands that we you know made rich we don't really see that a lot we really get the short end of the stick so i really appreciate you standing standing firm and standing on your word and you know moving moving profoundly and and on your beliefs and and and, and your morals and your vows and your values so i appreciate that but i also wanted to know on a back-end aspect you know how is it like you said you making movies independently music like how how does all the funding go like not to get in your pockets just an overall you know like how like how like is it okay, straining so, uh, you said what? I, I said i said is it a, does it take a toll on you like financially That's another reason why I'm like, nah, I'm holding on to this because I don't put my blood, sweat, and tears and uh, <laughs> my financial equity into this uh, project. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, everything is 100% funded by, by me. Um, we, we do rely on the subscriptions um, a lot. But then, you know, we're also in the process of working on getting grants um, to try to fund some of the things that we're trying to do because the Coliseum is an is an app right mm-hmm. it is something that you could find online right mm-hmm. but for the past four years we've been operating offline as well which means that we have had uh probably over 20 different um coliseum fashion shows uh simply because the coliseum inside of the app you can also um you can also purchase clothing you know what I'm saying? There's three different clothing lines that you can purchase inside the Coliseum store. And we actually take that and we and we put it on models and we put it in different fashion shows uh, that we've had uh, here in Florida as well as in Georgia um, and even in New York. You know what I'm saying? Um, we, we operate a podcast network. So we have five different podcasts that are part of the network and we're looking for more podcasts to join. You know what I'm saying? But um, those podcasts happen all over the place, whether it's New York, Florida, Atlanta, you know what I'm saying, Ohio. Uh, we we are in the streets interviewing artists, models, celebrities. Each podcast has its own theme, um, its own set of cast members. And um, we are very much an online platform, but we're also an offline platform. Um, the Coliseum um, opened up a store recently um, in, in, in Tampa, Florida. Um, and, and, and we're trying to open up a chain of stores. So this is not just this is not just an online type of platform. You understand? Mm-hmm. Um, as we are, as we build, as we get more funding, as we get more subscribers, we want to open up offline business ventures. You know that are directly connected to the Coliseum. Now, now we had opened up a Coliseum clothing store. Um, in Tampa, Florida, and, and we had to close it at the beginning of the year. Uh, but we're trying to reopen it because we need a bigger space um, for for the merchandise that we have. Because we was, we was in a tiny shop um, that, that we were renting out, but we want to be able to be in a larger a larger building. But inside that clothing store, we were selling Coliseum merchandise. We were selling uh, merchandise from the three different clothing lines, but also we was including local 
clothing designers items in the stores as well mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and, and, and the people who were part of the coliseum who had profiles and created created membership of the coliseum were allowed to be in that store too so just imagine if we could open up stores in every major city where people who are part of the coliseum also get to place their items that they sell in the coliseum actual storefront as well as on our actual website and the only way to do that is just by becoming a member and a subscriber to the coliseum so i'm looking to build something that is going to last in a digital world but i'm also looking to build something that's actually going to last in a physical in the physical world okay I'm sorry you were, you were. so you can't say that you've ever been to the Instagram store you can't say that you've ever been to the Snapchat store or the Facebook store. You can't say physically I've been to TikTok. You know what I'm saying? Right. We're creating an opportunity for people to actually be able to show up and say, yes, I've been to the Coliseum store. There are movies, I, I, the movies that are in the Coliseum digitally, I've been to their store and I bought it physically. Or I've been, or I've been to their, their venue, their Coliseum venue, and I saw the movie with 30 of my friends mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? that that's the type of expansion we're trying to get to you know what i'm saying so it, it, it you know it takes an investment for me it takes us growing the subscriptions um and it also takes some grant funding mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying and then crowdfunding as well like, like really what i'm looking for is partners the best way that you can help the coliseum um of course you know you want to write us a check that's beautiful you know what i'm saying we, we definitely take that um uh, you can make all checks to the Coliseum. Uh, you can you can just contact us through the Coliseum's uh, donation page if you want to do something monetarily. But really, what we're looking for is we're looking for partners that are partner with us to to bring your audience. If you're a rapper, if you're an influencer, if you're a singer, if you're an artist, if you're a movie star, if you are a filmmaker. All we ask is for you to join the Coliseum. Tell your audience to come over to the Coliseum. You know, a place that's for us, by us, but we ain't fugal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's a place that you can still maintain ownership of your material. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're not going to take 30 and 40% of your revenue like YouTube does. We're not going to take... 30 and 40 percent like like the uh the apple store does or or what a google store does or these other platforms tax you for or spotify you know what i'm saying we're not doing that right we're not doing that over here we we're just a platform for you to showcase your art to a community of people that are looking for your art they're looking to be entertained so if you're an entertainer you got a dope movie, you got a dope podcast, you, you got some music, bring it over to the Coliseum. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And, and partner with us as we grow this um this 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 platform. Okay, okay. So 
as we talking about people partnering up with your empire and things of that nature um what what um content can people be um looking for as far as like what 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 should they be looking for when they go to your coliseum website can they find like neo soul um r&b or is it just rap like what's all the music content in the movies like all the movies are just street hood film movies or like break that down for us what's actually the content based on okay. okay so number one number one you'll find a bunch of beautiful women yeah <laughs> for the past couple of years we've been recruiting models to be a part of the coliseum so that that's first and foremost you're gonna find a lot of beautiful women on the coliseum you okay. know what I'm, saying? I'm very proud to say that okay. you know what i'm saying um but but first and foremost um you're gonna be able to find movies You read? Yeah. Okay. Um, Just give me a second. Uh, okay. So, like I said, at, in the Coliseum, you're going to be able to find movies, movies and films, because that can be television shows as well. You're going to be able to find music, um, magazines, um, a podcast network. And you're also going to be able to find um, clothing, okay? Mm -hmm. We do not limit the genres. Mm -hmm. Like I said, with the films, we have over 20 different genres of films. Some of these are independent films that probably you've never seen, but a lot of them are films that you've seen in the movie theater. So just like how Blockbuster back in the day used to be able to go to Blockbuster and it wouldn't just be the, the movies that came out right now, it right. movies from back in the day or maybe like your favorite movies a lot of those movies are on the coliseum so not only do you see new films but you'll also see films that you might have loved and maybe you haven't seen in a long time and you don't even know where they're at right. you know what i'm saying they're on the coliseum and for 2.99 you can actually um watch them you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying 2.99 a month um but the genres vary you know what i'm saying it's not just hip-hop i love hip-hop don't get me wrong i'm a rapper you know what I'm saying? You're going you're gonna, you're gonna to hear a lot of Shorty Rock on right. the Coliseum. But it's not limited. It's not limited to hip-hop. We are open to we're open to be a reflection of what our subscribers are. So if our subscribers are into to, to rock and roll, then you're going to hear rock and roll on that. But it, but it depends on the artists that actually sign up and subscribe and post their music. Okay. If, if you are an alternative you are an alternative artist or you are a, a, a country singer and you're looking for a brand new fan base to expand and you want to be on a platform that's growing and it's brand new and you want to be first on there you can go ahead and come to the coliseum same thing with podcasts if you have a podcast that you feel is very unique bring it on to the coliseum because even if it's not unique on YouTube, and it's not unique on Facebook, and it's not unique on all these Spotify and all these other channels, it'll be 
very unique on the Coliseum because we're brand new. You might be able to put your podcast that might be getting two, three, four views on YouTube. You put it on the Coliseum, you might be getting 400 views on that, 500, 1,000, because as the brand expands and as the, the, the network expands, you're, you're expanding too because you, you, you're, you're on it. You might be the first in the category. Or you might be only, it might be only four other podcasts in that one category. Same thing for music, same thing for films. You might have created a film three years ago and, and you only got a thousand views on YouTube. You might put it on Coliseum and watch it jump and rise to a million views. You know what I'm saying? Because right. that, that's what happens when you are first to a platform. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You may not be number one on it because we already have hundreds of, you know, uh, members and subscribers, but for certain categories as a, as an actual creator, may, maybe you might be one one of ten. You know what I'm saying? Because we're still brand new, we're still in these infant stages and we're and we're growing rapidly. You know what I'm saying? But no, to answer your question, no, it's it's I love hip hop. You're gonna see a lot of hip hop on it, you know what I'm saying? But it's not it, it's not um it's not stuck on hip hop. Okay, I feel you. But I was just saying that because, like, I want to get to another little segment I seen on your um, discography. Uh, you were saying how you converted and gave your life to God. And I wanted to ask you, is do you find it in this industry, in the times we in today, do you find it hard balancing being righteous and still being in this industry? I was saying, do you find it difficult being righteous and, and, and holding yourself at certain standards while being in this industry, you know, full of uh full of full of let's say the word bad vibes, bad energies? Uh, I'm gonna say of course. But but at the same time I don't hold myself to any um particular specific standard. Okay. Um and the reason why I say that is because, uh, you know, for a long time, I tried to, quote, unquote, be the best Christian that there was that I could possibly be. And I realized I always failed in that category. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So the only standard I hold myself to is just being human. You know what I'm saying? I feel like um, as a follower of Christ, there's only so much I can do on my own to represent God in the best way. You know what I'm saying? The only thing I can do is try my best to do what I'm supposed to do the majority of times. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I, I, make, I make a lot of mistakes, man. I'm not, I'm not going to front. You know what I'm saying? As, I, as I'm on this journey trying to be a businessman slash rapper slash Christian slash just son, father, you know what I'm saying? You're going you're gonna to watch me make mistakes right after this podcast. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but I pray that I can do more good than bad. I, I, I pray that I can learn from the from the issues and problems that I inflicted upon myself, that I can um, grow from that. And, and, and when I stand before God, you know, when I die, Hopefully, God looks upon me and says, you know what, come on in. 
You know what I'm saying? Um, but I, 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 I try not to hold myself to a standard anymore. I just try to do my best. You know, I try to, I try to set a goal and I try to, um, I try to follow in the footsteps of Christ, but I know I'm going to fail. But, 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 but as long as I keep getting back up, as long as I keep trying to do the right thing, as long as I, I don't intentionally try to snake nobody or try to hurt somebody, or I don't intentionally, um, offend people or, you know, cause them to go down the wrong path. I feel like God is, is going to welcome you with open arms. You know what I'm saying? And my faith is that I'm just going to try to be, I'm just going to try to be the best human as I possibly can. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And um, that's, that's, that's all I can do. Yeah. Okay. I definitely feel that. Okay. So like we talked about a lot, we broke down a lot of different things. So before you get out of here, um, I want to say we as a platform appreciate you for spreading your knowledge, wisdom, and advice to the um, younger generations to come. But now my last question would be, what would be your advice to a young man, don't matter black, white, uh, brown, a young man that's trying to follow and like some of your footsteps as far as building an empire, um, you know, being being the best man he can be and, you know, just setting up a, a good example for the next generations um, coming. What, what would be your advice and what would be your, so to say, um, just things for them to look out for? Okay, so um, my, my biggest advice or my best advice I can give somebody is above, above everything. Get your life, get your life, your mind, your heart, and your family connected with Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because let me tell you something. You're going to need God. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're going to need God. You're going to need God in situations where you don't even know how to financially make it happen god's gonna come in mm -hmm. where you mentally want to break down and quit you want to need god to come in mm -hmm. when people try to come against you and attack you and destroy your business and and try to discourage you you're gonna need god to come in mm -hmm. to me god is the cheat code <laughs> you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. if you if you want to know at the end of this whole process you're ultimately going to win you only gonna know that God is in your life. So you gotta you gotta get with you gotta get with Jesus first and foremost. Without that, you're probably gonna fail. It's probably gonna be too hard. The road's gonna be too long. It's gonna be too many enemies. You're gonna need someone that's gonna have your back bigger than you and bigger than your friends and bigger than your influence. Okay. And then to answer your second question, um, which is what should they do? There's well, was that it? The second um, I was saying, like, like what what should they be aware of? Like the the the, the hurdles. Okay, the hurdles is um you you gonna fail a million times. You just gotta keep you gotta keep going. Like, and and that's something that's something you probably hear nowadays. Mm -hmm. But when I first started, just becoming a rapper. When I first started becoming a Christian. When I first started 
trying to be a business owner, like people didn't tell me that. Like I thought when you fail, you're supposed to give up. Or when you fail, you're supposed to try something else. Nah, you just you just really supposed to just keep going. Mm-hmm. Failure is a part of the process to win. <laughs> like you gotta fail in order to win. Because if you don't fail before you win, you're not gonna know how to win. Like the worst thing that could really happen to you is for you to win and have never failed. Because then you're gonna win and you're not even gonna know how the heck you did it. Right. But if you fail and you fail and you fail and you fail and then you finally win, then you've earned how to win. See, I've gotten to a point where I could be dead broke. I could be at zero in my bank account. I know how to get my money back up. Everybody in my, 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 my company could disappear and leave today. And I could be by myself. I know how to build a team. I know how to be successful in business because I done failed a ridiculous amount of time. And I've developed and learned each time. So now when I'm down, I know how to get back up. So my advice is you're going to fail. Just get back up and learn and keep going. That's the difference between you being broke and you being a billionaire. Facts, facts. With that being said, man, I appreciate you. Um, we gonna we gonna take it out with your money. I mean, with your song. Where's the money? Is that cool? Can you introduce it to the people? Yeah. I'm gonna step back. You gonna go ahead. You already know what it is. It's your boy Shorty Rock. Find me at www.shortyrocnyc.com and also on any uh, Instagram and Facebook, Shorty Rocnyc. But listen, this is Where's the Money, Baby by Shorty Rock, King Shorty Rock on all platforms. Holla at your boy. Appreciate you, man. One love. We out, man. What's up? Rock. Appreciate you for coming through. Another episode. Real Conversation Podcast. Y'all like, share, and subscribe. Follow us on all platforms. Until uh, next time. Much love. We out.
Twitter.